present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You find us this week amid the ancient splendour of Norwich, a city that glories in a fascinating history. The first known settlers here were the Iceni tribe, led by Boadicea in her wars against the invading Romans. Turmoil and confusion were caused by successive battles in 55, 54 and 53 BC, until someone noticed they were reading the calendar back to front. <laughs> <laughs> The Iron Age Iceni were skilled in metalwork, but their history is sketchy as they were illiterate. What is recorded is that Queen Boderic <laughs> bottled against the Mormon centenarians on her, on her cheroot pulled by sick horses. Her Amy finally met deaf feet on the river Wensum, which her warriors crossed by climbing into small boots and piddling into bottle. As the locality has no indigenous rock supply, Norwich was built largely of flint, and here was born the craft of flint napping. Nappers would hold a flint between their thighs to hit it with a lump hammer. These, these craftsmen gave us the term knapsack. <laughs> a painful medical condition caused by... caused by missing the flint. Later, the city became populated by Flemish weavers who brought with them the art of canary breeding. And in a recently converted Norwich church is found the National Canary Museum, where visitors are invited to climb the tower, ring the bell, and smack their heads against a small mirror. <laughs> Modern Norwich is also famous for its six breweries, each providing guided tours and free tastings. Few visitors ever managed to sample the delights of all of them in a single afternoon. <laughs> but let's meet four who... <laughs> On my left, Barry Crower and Graham Garden. <laughs> and on my right, Timbrook Taylor and Sandy Toxvig. And taking up her usual position on my left hand, please welcome our lovely scorer, the delightful Samantha. Okay, let's, let's kick off with a look at how the English language is constantly changing with a round called New Definitions. This is where the teams bring a completely new definition to the word entertainment, <laughs> while retaining the full original meaning of the words total and rubbish. <laughs> In this round, I'd like the teams to let us hear what new definitions of old words they've spotted for us. And Barry, will you start, please? Indict, when the Queen is unsure about something. <laughs> <laughs> and years, when the Queen is sure about something. Sandy. Uh, guacamole, a Mexican visitor to Toad Hall. <laughs> Graham. Artery. Shooting arrows at paintings. <laughs> Him. Shambolical. Padded Y fronts. 
<laughs> Widdicombe, a brush to make your hair look like a wig. <laughs> Propaganda, a post for one-legged male geese. Psychiatric, guessing right three times in a row. <laughs> Hose pipe, a dance by sailors wearing socks. <laughs> Abattoir, three in a bed in a monastery. Propane, people who are into S&M. <laughs> Alcoholic, someone who drinks more than their doctor. Quango, a gay tango. <laughs> Baptist, a junior hamburger chef. Assassination, an arrangement to meet a donkey. <laughs> Saxophone, hotline to a salt supplier. Circumstantial, circumcision on a really big baby. <laughs> My asthma, the reason I need an inhaler. Implication, an ointment for little goblins. <laughs> Hobnobbing, casual sex with a goblin. <laughs> Okay, let's try a musical round now called One Song to the Tune of Another. <laughs> despite, that, uh, despite that deceptively cryptic title, this game may easily be mastered by anyone with a modicum of mental agility and only the tiniest amount of musical skill. So teams, listen very, very carefully. <laughs> Imagine that songs are like words, which as you probably know are composed of letters. These letters can be rearranged to form different words. And indeed, the letter of the very word words can actually be rearranged to make the word sword, the fighting implement used in fencing, although strictly speaking that's a rapier, which in itself may be rearranged to form the words ear rip, <laughs> the action of ripping an ear off. <laughs> now with all that sorted, I can guess exactly what you're thinking, teams. When would you ever want to rip an ear off? Well, what you don't know yet is that we have Colin Sell at the piano. <laughs> Okay, we'll start with you, Tim. Would you please sing the words of I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats to the tune of The Happy Wanderer. <laughs> the silicon chip inside her head gets switched to overload. And nobody's going to school today. She's going to make them stay at home. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. <laughs> Tell I, I don't like Mondays. I want to shoot the whole day. Oh. You now, Sandy, would you uh, sing the words of Wouldn't It Be Lovely from My Fair Lady to the tune of Hernando's Hideaway? <laughs> Want is a room somewhere far away 
from the cold night air Wait for an enormous chair Oh, don't it be lovely Lots of chocolate for me to eat Lots of gourmet king, lots of heat Warm face, warm face, warm face Oh, wouldn't it be lovely Yes, yay! Barry, I'd like you to... Well, I wouldn't like you to, but I'd like you to... <laughs> Will you sing the words of I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts to the tune of Stevie Wonder's I Just Call to Say I Love You? <laughs> I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts <laughs> There they are, standing in... Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. Give him a twist, a flick of the wrist, that's what the showman said. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts every ball I throw will make me rich Graham, would you please sing the words of the Hey Ho song from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to the tune of the British Grenadiers We dig, 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 and I mine the whole day through. To dig, 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 dig is what we like to do. It ain't no trick to get rich quick if you dig, dig, dig with a shovel or a pick. In a mine, in a mine, in a mine, in a mine, where a million diamonds shine. Hey ho, 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 it's home from work we go. Hey ho, hey ho, hey ho, hey ho, hey ho, from work we go. The next game is called Straight Face, where by failing to create amusement of any kind, the teams will enthrall our audience. That's a laugh for a start. Actually, the derivation of this game is quite interesting. It all started when, as schoolboy choristers, Tim and Graham had to curb their natural comedic ebullience at the coronation. Everything was going quite well until a whole new genre of joke was invented when Tim whispered, where's the organ? And Graham wittily replied, yes, it does. <laughs> After the laughter of the entire abbey subsided, the pair were asked... The pair were asked to leave for ruining what should have been a solemn moment as the crown was placed on the head of our new king. <laughs> In this round, the teams will exchange a series of words. Anyone eliciting the faintest titter from our theatre audience will face immediate disqualification. This week's words will all be on the subject of the British countryside. Let's start with you, Barry. Dung. What? Dung. Repetition. <laughs> okay, carry on, Tim. Me. 
Yeah, successful challenge. <laughs> ah. Oh. Wrong game, but a successful challenge. <laughs> Petrol. Silage. Cowpat. Bus. <laughs> Post office. Compost. Churn. <laughs> Giggle. Oh. oh. Graham, start off. Fox. Hunting. Subsidy. Shoot. <laughs> Shooting. Fish. Hedge. <laughs> Am I out or can I join in? <clears throat> Sorry, and you are? Well, younger than everybody. <laughs> oh. It all depends whether you want to join in. Uh, mud flap. What? Good God, she does. <laughs> it's a flap in the door for letting mud in. <laughs> they have them in all country houses. I've seen them. Harrow. Udders. Fence. Wellington. Fens. Oh. Skyscraper. Smock. <laughs> I think Tim's being silly now, huh? <laughs> no time. I'm just going to have a quick look at the rules. <laughs> Sandy, I think you're out now. Oh. Yeah. I think that's fair. Graham, you're out too, I think. Oh. Tim... Out. <laughs> Barry, you're the winner. Well done. No. Right, the teams are going to play an ancient pub game now called Tossing the Penny, still played today in several Norfolk pubs. This was a firm East Anglian favourite in the 18th century, and according to the government census of 1781, the county of Essex is recorded as having more world-class tossers than anywhere else in the <laughs> In Tossing the Penny, pennies, known as toss pennies, are cast at a hole, known as the toss penny hole, drilled in a chair, known as the chair with a hole in it. <laughs> the falling pennies are caught in a receptacle placed beneath the chair, known as the toss pot. <laughs> the game is best played with suitably heavy Victorian pennies, which the teams take from special sealed containers where they've lain undisturbed for years, <laughs> known as their wallets. <laughs> The first team to get rid of all their coins is the winner, so teams, you'll be tossing your pennies alternately. Barry and Graham, you go first. All right. <coughs> Best of luck, lads. Yeah, good Thank luck, guys. Oh. 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 I don't think we have a chance against a pair of tosses like that, do you? <laughs> Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay.
Yes. Spill one. That was fantastic. <laughs> I finally found a sport I can do. <laughs> Hello, Humph. Visitors, visitors. <laughs> All these people have come to say hello. <laughs> Did you want to go to the... Oh, it's too late. <laughs> That's got that out of their system now, so let's go on. <laughs> Next round, which is called, What's the Connection? In this round, I shall make random selections from my bumper book of lists. And the teams will have to guess what these people or items might have in common. Okay, Tim, can you identify the connection between the following? The banana industry, the practice of cremation, roads out of Letchworth and hip replacement surgery. They all have a two-year waiting list. <laughs> the answer is they've all been specialist subject rounds in mastermind. Roads out of Letchworth? Barry, now what connects Queen Victoria, Attila the Hun, Napoleon Bonaparte, Joseph Stalin, and King Pepin the Short? <laughs> <laughs> They're all um, bingo calls. Uh, old Queen Vix, 66. Attila the Hun, 21. Stalin. Old Uncle Joe, 22. <laughs> King Pepin the Short. Not <laughs> Bonaparte did somebody No, I won't go on with it The answer is they were all very short King Pepin was only three foot six inches That was a clue How tall was he then? <laughs> Sandy now, I've what do you think the connection might be between the following Flavouring tobacco, burning as fuel A remedy for sagging breasts Yeah, well now, funny enough I uh, know this actually Um and uh, it's actually, it's a little known substance called anic. Um, it has a fantastic flavor. Uh, it burns brilliantly, and it's known in plastic surgery circles as raise the tit anic. You made that up. I did, yeah. <laughs> the answer is they're all uses for dung. Very close. <laughs> Graham, your turn. What connects Rubens Barrichello, Formula One driver, Joan Collins, actress, Anatoly Karpov, chess grandmaster, Humphrey Littleton, jazz musician, and Franz Mesmer, pioneer of hypnotism? May cause drowsiness. <laughs> the answer is we all share the same birthday. Oh. 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 Bring on the cake. Okay, here are some for anybody to have a go at. What could possibly connect Ludwig van Beethoven, St. Francis of Assisi, Louis XIV, Genghis Khan, and the 11th Duke of Norfolk? Ah, oh, well, curiously, this is the very queue of people that I stood behind in Sainsbury's last Saturday. And, um, <laughs> isn't it the way when you get in the eight items or less? Do you know what I mean? There's a very strange crowd in front of you. And, and it was them. <laughs> Well, the answer is they all suffered from severe personal hygiene problems. Well, I knew that. <laughs> the teams are going to sing for us now, so for music lovers everywhere, a full apology follows afterwards. 
This round is called Just a Minim. This is a musical version of the popular radio show Just a Minute that's been hosted for so long now by Nicholas Parsons. It's difficult to imagine it without him. But it's certainly worth the effort. <laughs> In our version, one team is required to sing a certain song of my choosing without repetition, duplication, reiteration, or thesaurus. <laughs> the opening team may challenge to take over the song if they spot a transgression, while piano accompaniment is provided by Colin Sell. Actually, we have some exciting news about Colin's career, as he's just become the new manager of Courtney Pine. <laughs> what a fine second-hand furniture shop that is. <laughs> The song is Going to the Zoo, and Sandy, you can start. Daddy's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. Animal House next day. Chesterton, not today. Father's driving me towards elephants and others in 12 hours. We can stay all day. The family's going to the lion collection. Wild beasts, cage creatures. How about you, the thou? Barry can come two, three, four. <laughs> oh, you bastards, Buzz. We're <laughs> Mercy. Jim. You Jim, you challenged. She called us bastards. <laughs> Deviation. However, I was enjoying it. Yeah, I'm... I think she should go on, Hump. I'm sorry, that was a wrong challenge. Beg your pardon. I'm the chairman and I'll make my own decisions. Thank you very much, Tim. <laughs> Are you going to stay on, then? <laughs> Carry on, then, Barry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Father's accompanying us to the menagerie following 24 hours the safari park what following 24 hours is the day after tomorrow <laughs> barry gets confused about time since they stopped having pub closing hours <laughs> i'm on an alcohol diet <laughs> last week i lost three days Apart from Norwich, where are we? <laughs> Carry on, Tim. Peter's taking us to Whipsnade in 24 hours. All of us can reside. Challenge from whoever buzzed. <laughs> Sandy. See the elephant with the long trunk swinging, great big ears and his enormous nose moving like this. <laughs> Sniffing up peanuts with huge proboscis moving. Are uh, we yes? Challenge from Barry. Proboscis. Yeah. Proboscis. It's a proboscis. What did I say? Proboscis. Suffering from vowel disorder. <laughs> Graham, carry on. Oh. 
sniffing up peanuts with his proboscis, which is waving from side to side. <laughs> we can stay all day. We're going to the zoo. Ooze. <laughs> Ozo. Anagrams. Ah. How about you? Yourself? Your own person? You can come too, as well, also. We're going to the animal collection, place with lots of furry friends, and also birds. <laughs> Well, I notice it's very nearly the end of the show. <laughs> but there's just time to squeeze in a round of Ladies Film Club. Samantha has to rush off to meet her new footballer friend. He's very busy playing in the first and second rounds of an international, but she says there should be just time to give him a quick kiss between the legs. So while she goes off to... So while she goes off to prepare for that, I'd like your suggestions, teams, of movie titles that might appeal to members of the fairer sex. Graham, will you start, please? A fistful of doilies. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Harbor, Knit Harbor. Seven brides for 14 brothers. The red shoes, or the blue shoes, or perhaps the black ones. What do you think? <laughs> Bring me the headache of our Frida Garcia. Oh. Gone with the milkman. And for the farmer's wife, Bridget Jones Dairy. Dressed to kill, eventually. I think in that one. <laughs> For a few doilies more. <laughs> Bad hair day at Black Rock. <laughs> Doctor, no, and I mean that. The man in the ironing basket. From here to maternity. The crouching tiger, hidden dust under carpet. <laughs> Free Willy. <laughs> the blue rinse mountains of Virginia. So, ladies and gentlemen, as the short-sighted stick insect of time attempts to mate with the leftover twiglet of fate, <laughs> and the laughing hyena of eternity is silenced by the Joe Pasquale of doom, <laughs> I notice it's the end of the show. So, from the team, Samantha, myself, and the good folk of Norwich, it's goodbye. Barry Graham Garden, Sandy Coxvig and Tim Brooke Taylor have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sowell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs>